Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. You're about to hear an episode from the hashtag Pumapangulo series from Teka Teka News. If you want to hear the rest of the series featuring other candidates, look up hashtag Pumapangulo on your podcast app. Ipinanganak at lumaki sa Tondo, Manila kung saan pagbabasura ang kanyang kinalakihan. Maswerteng nakapasok sa showbiz at naging isang sikat na aktor noong 90s. Nag-umpisa ang kanyang political career taong 1998 bilang councilor ng Maynila at naging vice mayor noong 2007 at 2013. Nagsilbi din siya bilang chairman of the board ng North Luzon Railways Corporation at bilang undersecretary ng Department of Social Welfare and Development nang i-appoint siya ni Pangulong Rodrigo Duterte. 2019 naman nang manalo siya laban kay Joseph Erap Estrada para sa pagka-mayor ng lungsod ng Maynila. At ngayon, Tanggapin niyo po ang aplikasyon ko. Buong kababaang loob, ako po ay tumatakbong pangulo ng bansa at aplikante ninyo. In this episode of Teka Teka, alamin natin kung ano-ano ang mga paninindigan at plataporma ng kumakandidatong Pangulo na si Manila Mayor Francisco Moreno Domagoso o Isko Moreno. I'm Izzeli, Puma Podcast. Patatakbuhin daw ni Isko Moreno ang Pilipinas ng may bilis kilos kagaya ng ginawa niya sa lungsod ng Maynila. Ang bilis kilos ay ang 10-point agenda of governance na sumasalamin sa mga naisakatuparan ni Moreno bilang Manila Mayor, kagaya ng mass housing at agarang COVID-19 response. Ang magiging focus ni Moreno kung siya man ay magiging Pangulo ay ang pagsugpo sa COVID-19 starting with vaccination. But he also says people must learn to live with it para hindi na raw kailangan magsaramuli ng mga negosyo at mawala ng kabuhayan ang mga tao. I will devote the first two years of my administration towards reinforcing our health system to best cope with the pandemic. Looking at the future possible outbreaks and be prepared for the same in any case or eventuality. Even as we do everything to revive and rehabilitate our economy to create more jobs. More business and more opportunity. Sa ilalim ng pamumuno ni Moreno bilang alkalde ng Maynila, nakapagpagawa ang lungsod ng COVID-19 field hospital sa Quirino Grandstand sa loob lamang ng 52 days. Mayroon itong 344 hospital beds para sa mga pasyenteng may mild to moderate COVID symptoms. Nakapagpagawa rin ang kanyang pamunuan ng quarantine facilities, swab laboratories, dialysis areas para sa mga COVID patient at storage facilities para sa mga bakuna. Plano rin niyang i-rehabilitate ang mga micro, small and medium enterprises or MSMEs 
sa pamamagitan ng isang Marshall Plan o yung European Recovery Plan na ginawa matapos mangyari ang World War II. Kasama sa planong ito ang pagbibigay ng mga local government units or LGUs ng loans through the Mandanas ruling. To assist and extend financial assistance to MSMEs to get back on their feet through zero interest bridge financing. The impact of several lockdowns have brought havoc on their operations, whether in tourism, related services, retail, and even manufacturing. If we are able to save them through some kind of mini Marshall Plan, with the national and local government joining their efforts, we will create more jobs, opportunity, and livelihood. As MSMEs together, constitute the bulk of our employers. Sa ilalim ng Mandanas ruling, ang internal revenue allotment ng LGU ay manggagaling mula sa national taxes imbis na sa taxes na nakokolekta mula sa kanilang municipality. Moreno says this will increase the internal revenue allotment by 55% in the 2022 budget, reaching 1 trillion pesos. But starting October, when the country started getting hit by weekly oil price hikes, Moreno started talking about slashing excise taxes. I will work with Congress to reduce the taxes on two most basic of commodities, petroleum and electricity. While it is true that this will be a loss of substantial enough revenues for our government, it will also, at the same time, the other side of the coin, will alleviate the sufferings of our people. It will also increase their purchasing power, which will stimulate consumer spending, and thus the wheel of commerce, or the velocity of money, will turn around once more. Economists said that's a populist move, meant to draw support but isn't anchored on reality. After all, cutting excise taxes means the government will lose billions in revenues. And that ultimately means important social programs like COVID-19 recovery measures will get affected, if not cut. Inihain niya rin ang kanyang plano para sa agrikultura. Isa dito ang pagkakaroon ng Independent Bureau of Fisheries and Aquatic Resources para mas mabigyan ito ng atensyon. Sa kasalukuyan kasi, nasa ilalim ito ng Department of Agriculture. I will propose to Congress the creation of Department of Fisheries and Aquatic Resources, separating it from land-based Department of Agriculture. After all, there can be no experts in fisheries who is also expert in land-based agricultural endeavors. We will have to modernize our agriculture. Technology must be adopted by our partners and it will be available, be it especially in the production technology or in post-harvest and storage facility, including adequate cold chain facilities. Bukod pa rito, iminumungkahin ni Moreno ang pagpapagawa ng mga cold storage facilities sa mga probinsya na magagamit ng mga magsasaka at mangingisda para panatilihing sariwa ang kanilang mga produkto at maibenta sa mas mataas na presyo. Pagdating sa West Philippine Sea, he wavers between a hardline and a softer, more diplomatic approach. For instance, 
he once compared himself to Joko Widodo, the Indonesian president known for having blown up Chinese fishing vessels for trespassing. That is our place. That is part of our geography. That is part of our sovereignty. The same rule when we recognize their rights in their respective uh, geography. And I only hope for now, I can only hope, sana hindi gawin niya sa panahon ko. Baka makita niyo si Bidodo. Now, makikipag-gera ba ako sa kanila? Hindi. Pero pag nakalawit ko sila, gagawin kong decolores o dekorasyon yung mga barko nila sa ilalim ng dagat. Once na pumasok ay sa tubig na. Other times, Moreno struck a more conciliatory tone and talked about meeting the Chinese halfway. In a civilized world, in a civilized time, we must be guided by law and order. Okay? That includes our relationship to the world. Now, there is a, a ruling you know, in Hague that favors the countries protecting our sovereignty. 7,000 plus islands. That includes the West Philippine Sea. So we have a paper. We want. We will continue to pursue that. But at the same manner, I will work with priorities. We must fish in that area as Filipinos, undisturbed at hindi na harang, hindi na Will I make sense with, with, with the, to, to the Chinese government? I'll try to. I'll try to be reasonable. I'll, I'll meet them halfway somewhere else. But we must fish. Nasabi na rin niya noon na bukas siya sa partnerships with Chinese companies pagdating sa oil extraction sa West Philippine Sea. Basta may service contract na galing sa gobyerno. Pinangako din ni Moreno na hindi kalilimutan ang mga miyembro ng lesbian, gay, bisexual, transgender, queer, and intersex o LGBTI community sa ilalim ng kanyang administrasyon at sinabing nire-respeto niya ang komunidad. Hindi ba naman gandang irespeto mo rin yung karapatan ng ibang tao? Because if you have a right, nilight din yung ibang tao. Pilang Manila Mayor, pinangako na rin noon ni Moreno na susuportahan ang LGBTQI community. Noong 2020, pinirmahan niya ang anti-discrimination ordinance na nagbabawal mag-discriminate base sa sexual orientation at gender identity expression ng isang tao. Gayunpaman, nilinaw niya na hindi pa rin siya sang-ayon sa same-sex marriage, maliban na lang kung isasabatas ito ng Kongreso. Wala pang naging pahayag si Moreno tungkol sa kanyang stance sa death penalty, pero ang kanyang napiling running mate na si Dr. Willie Ong ay pabor dito. Si Moreno ay binansagang Duterte Light o Duterte 2.0 dahil kadalasang sinusuportahan o kaya naman ay sumusunod lang sa Agos pagdating sa ilang kontrobersyal na polisiya ni Pangulong Duterte. Kagaya na lang ng War on Drugs, Moreno said he will go after drug lords and syndicates, something right out of Duterte's playbook. Kasi naman, kinuha din niya ang campaign manager ni Duterte dati, si Lito Banayo. So, insiders note, it's not surprising they have a lot of similarities in policies and messaging. And now, months after a very public word war where they were hitting each other without naming each other, Moreno wants President Duterte in his senatorial slate. I'm going to vote for him personally and I'm going to endorse him, uh, hopefully. I'm, I'll be humbled and honored. Moreno, by the way, is only 47 years old. 
Some pundits have said he should bide his time and just run for a lower position in 2022, so as not to split up opposition votes. But there's no backing out now. I commit myself. Kailangan ko lang po sa inyo i-chansa. And I will be loyal and faithful to every Filipino here in the country and abroad. Ang kailangan ko lang ay pagkakataon. Tulad ng ibinigay na pagkakataon sa akin ng mga taga-Maynila. Again, I'm Izzeli. This episode was edited by Andre Nicolas Bolante. Stay tuned for our next candidate profile tomorrow. Next up is world boxing icon Manny Pacquiao. Hashtag Puma Pangulo. Follow Teka Teka and Puma Podcast on Spotify or wherever you listen to podcasts. Maraming salamat po at Happy New Year! 